nothing to me. I drift it off, thinking about happiness, birth, new life. Chemical super freak, but I still need a gun. But now I was haunted by a vision of... Oh, oh, my personal favorite. Had their entrails cut out and burned. <laughs> he was horrible. Mouse to dildo, dildo to ass, ass to ass. Hi, Brant. Anal B. A man with all the powers of hell at his command. We don't have time to meet his wife! Wow. Fighting through explosive diarrhea. What a choice. I think some of these folks were hitting the sacky pretty hard. He turned his face into snacks. You got snake eyes! A gun runner's wet dream. It's like a battle between motors and horses. Like technology versus horse. I never disrobe before a gunfire. He let the scorched earth in his wake be foul and even in his sleep. It's like unbeatable. It's not exactly Matt Taz and Yahtzee out here. Well, so it's a snakeskin jacket. And for me, it's a symbol of my individuality and my belief in personal freedom. Welcome back to the unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And I'm still here for some goddamn reason. Because we're ride and die, going out together, going down in flames, like Nicolas Cage and Ghost Rider. I think you would classify that as more he comes up from flames. He doesn't, he like shoots out into the sun. He never like goes below the earth's crust. Good morning. Welcome to our final normal episode because the cruel sun has called us out with its siren song and we no longer wish to be inside on our Saturday mornings. I'm Luke. We've already done this bit, Luke. Fine. I'm Devin. Unless, look at this new machine I've got, Devin. I can't see what you're doing, Luke. Now, I'm Devin. (laughs) That means I must be Luke. I'm very sorry to hear that you are stuck with that mantle. I've already kicked this Luke in the arm twice for that bad bit. It was an appropriate bit because today we're watching Face Off. Which is about hockey and or cannibals. It is about neither. There better be some goddamn hockey cannibals. In this it's movie. about neither of those. Everyone knows what Face Off is truly about, which is roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, that from the time that I wrote the Face Off, the ride at mm-hmm. Paramount's Kings Island. There was a ride for this movie. There oh, was a hell ride yeah. named after the movie. Is there still a ride for this movie? Yeah, I think it's called like Vort or not Vortex. Uh... Some stupid name. Invertigo. That's it. Price. Mm-hmm. Back in the good old days when every ride was named after a movie. Yeah, wasn't that kind of the entire plot of that particular theme park? Yeah, but then Cedar Fair bought them out. Mm-hmm. So they lost all the name rights. Yeah. So now it's just a crappy Cedar Fair. Eh, they sell some really good rides. I... Like Joe Cool's Dodgem School? Which is bumper cars with Snoopy on them. Yes. Everyone loves Snoopy. Mm-hmm. We used to have that with all of America, but now it's the Nickelodeon verse. Where some of those character rides, I'm like, I don't know if you should still keep these around. These seem very, uh, dated. Like, do the children still know what the backyardigans are? No. Is that even a thing? I don't believe so. 
give some of your timeless, like, your fairly odd parents. Everyone knows that and loves that. But some of them, it's like... Like, if it, if it, you're old enough, if it's old enough that nobody grew up with it and it hasn't been, like, memefied to death on TikTok, we should just for- move on. Yeah. What else a backyard is, too, just, like, you don't have the fun nostalgia for that show. I mean, we like, don't. For, yeah, well, I know. No, but... I but it's also, like, but it's a baby show. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think it ever, like, got... Like, it was never, like, a Dora the Explorer level of, like... Oh, hell no. Cultural, well, like, saturation, where even people who, like, were too old to watch it were, like, familiar with its basic concept. Yes. Or, like, the one where... It was the show with all the weird, bright-colored monsters. Oh, you again, Gabby? God, no, that's because that show was for stoned college kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched the fuck out of that show. That show was great. I am looking at some of the other unbranding of uh, roller coasters. Uh, Top Gun turned into Flight Deck, but is currently The Bat. Yeah, so weirdly... Dude. Congo Falls, which was originally Amazon Falls, but was named after the highly popular movie Congo, is still just Congo Falls. It's because Congo, I feel like you can get around that one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a country. Yeah. yeah. And they just removed uh, the Outer Limits from Outer Limits Flight of Fear. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel like the name Charlie Brown's Windup just makes it sound like we're going to drop your kids out of the sky, a la uh, Charlie Brown missing that football kick. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would put a child on that ride, because it just sounds like a death trap. It is interesting that they changed King Mills log, or King's Mills log plume to the Wild Thornberry's River Adventure, which made sense. Great name. And it's currently Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown, which I'm aware is a charlie brown film also oh you might die here i'm sorry what was boo blasters on boo hill originally that was a scooby-doo ride that ride was the fucking best that's where where you all ride in little cars and you have your cool flashlight guns and shoot the monsters to get points originally it was phantom theater yeah whatever yeah that wasn't a game though the Boo Blasters is very much just the stripped-down Scooby-Doo version. Now, now that you say that, looking from this picture, I'm going to totally see the Scooby-Doo-ness of it. Though, before it was Phantom Theater, it was the Smurfs Enchanted Voyage, a indoor water ride, which sounds like hell. That's no, like- it's, one of the, it's one of those rides where you just ride the boat. Like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Now I just really want to go to a theme park. Same. I mean, I walked through a farmer's market today and nobody was wearing masks, so maybe I'm good waiting for a bit more. I Come to Minnesota. They, People use masks here. I forgot that they renamed Soak City for a while Crocodile Dundee's Boomerang Bay mm-hmm. to promote the 2004 Crocodile Dundee film. A classic. Mm-hmm. But Soak City is a much better name. I mean, I guess. It worked Soak because City. that was the reason I knew who Crocodile Dundee was. Yeah, but and then I would later go on to watch the movie, to which is like, yeah, this is fun. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yeah, but I mean, we don't care about Australia all that much anymore. If anything, we're far more interested in New Zealand. We've all, everyone's been interested in New Zealand since 2001, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring came out. Yeah, but I, I feel like... Uh... Flight of Concord started a more interesting, like, Flight of Concord's built on that, and then we've just had enough of the trio of stars from that show to build up further interest. Plus the fun time when the Prime Minister of uh, New Zealand was on Stephen Colbert's show two days after Flight of the Concords was on the show. 
In Flight of the Concords was able to ask Stephen questions to ask her. Christ. Wonderful. Um, Mostly, uh, could they come over for dinner? The answer was the answer was yes if they picked her up from the airport. <laughs> Love it. Well, beyond Abby not caring for the truth of what this movie is about, uh, anything else we should know before going in? It's not that I don't care. It's just that I have no idea. And from the title alone, it has to either be about cannibalism and or ice hockey. It couldn't just be about someone having their face off. Yeah, cannibalism. It's, it's a not fun movie eat. directed by John Woo, who likes to do fun bang bang movies. Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of stripping somebody's skin off if not to eat them like a steak? So you can steal someone else's face and wear it as your own. No, that's gross. Someone didn't watch Silence of the Lambs. That's how Anthony Hopkins escapes from prison. Baba beans. Someone has not seen Silence of the Lambs. Whatever you did with your mouth was highly unappealing, and I do not appreciate That's it. That's what he does in do the movie. Again. I was going to say, uh, without seeing from the sounds, Luke was doing the correct imitation. Ha <laughs> ha! Aft! Then Abby gave me the first middle finger of the show. Nice. Uh, but yeah, right now this is not streaming on any services for free. Oh, I'm sorry, Lucas. Did you want to tell Devin about your dumbass dream? Oh, yeah. Your weird sex dream about the cage? It wasn't a sex dream about Nicolas Cage. Mm -hmm. your, I mean... your Twitter post says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> he did tell me very proudly that he told Nicolas Cage about the podcast and Nicolas Cage was like interested in it so I feel like that probably like constitutes a climax mm -hmm. that's a nerd no no right the climax is me correcting him on the title of our podcast in my dream Taking off the ring and leaving you. Oh, yeah. We haven't done an episode of this since we got engaged. We've not. <laughs> and now we have will not. Well, from the sounds of it, since Luke's trying to take my identity, that means Abby and I are engaged. <laughs> oh, I see. Leaving me for a taller man. <laughs> so, Devin, is there anything else we should know about this movie? Or I suppose I should know about this movie. John Travolta's in it. You like him. I feel like everybody likes pre-Scientology Travolta. I mean, I've got chills. They're multiplying. I mean, like, I feel like you got, like, your, like, Grease Travolta, your Friday Night Life, or your Friday... Saturday. Saturday Fever Travolta and your Pulp Fiction Travolta and then like when did Travolta join Scientology though? Okay, I mean, Google, when did John Travolta join Scientology? On the website nickyslip.com they say Travolta converted to Scientology in 1975 which means he has been involved in the church for a really long time. Do you want a little more context? No thank you. I am very wrong. Because he has been a scientist. I was going to say, I was like, I, I feel like he was a Scientologist for like ever. He's bald now, apparently. Mm -hmm. I can't tell if that's because he's balding or if he's just shaved it off for several movie roles. Why not both? No, that's true. This face-off is the fifth movie that comes up on the Google when you just Google his name. You got Grease, Pulp Fiction, Saturday Night Fever, Hairspray, and then Face Off. Oh yeah, Hairspray. Mm -hmm. And that's surprising. When you really boil it down to it, that man does not have a ton of films. No, oh. but he, he has enough that he's big in them. And he did he his music career. Yeah, he's great in Carrie. Carrie? Yeah. 
scary. Oh, as like, a, like the original like, horror um, movie. Oh no, I, I just haven't seen that, and I was unaware that he was in it. Oh yeah, he's he's the uh, boyfriend that uh, Lucy Spacek is in love with. Ah. Uh, and it feels kind of bad that they're going to carry her. And now I'm just thinking about... And a bucket Ryan. hits him in the head and he dies. R.I.P. Because we have talked about now Carrie and Congo. Have you watched AP Bile yet, Devin? I have not. They do a Congo-themed dance and someone gets carried at it. It's great. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, are we enough? Are we done with the dilly-dallying they get into this movie? Let's do it. It's over two hours long, so let's commence the cannibalism. John Woo doesn't understand what short is. Honestly, it was the fact that it's two hours and 15 minutes is shorter than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go check into this film. Check is a hockey move. Gavin, do you want to ask your girlfriend if check is a hockey move? Abby, is check a hockey move? <laughs> it is, but that was such a stretch that he doesn't warrant a response because it was such a fucking stretch. That it was. Okay, we will be back in two hours and 15 minutes to discuss hockey cannibalism with Travolta and Cage. Enjoy a two hour and 15 minute song that I'll put in between this. You're a fucking monster. off the you know Gavin I can't believe you lied to us but it was a cannibal hockey movie 
It's actually a reality competition show with people paint cool makeup monsters. Nicolas Cage is an up-and-coming professional trying to take on John Travolta, the legend, and hardcore judge. Beautiful. But things take a twist when the two of them find out that the location of the next shooting is going to be a competition to become the new host of the show. So the two of them must rock climb up the devil's armrest in Arizona in a face-off competition. Luke killed it. Truth. <laughs> God, I hate Travolta. Or at least I hate him in this movie. I guess as we end this podcast, it's good to know that I have a rugged, I have been broken enough that I will just like cheer for Cage in an action movie, no matter which side he is on. Because by the end of this movie, I didn't even want him to switch back because I didn't want to have to deal with Travolta's smarmy ass face being the good guy. Oh yeah, it would have been a much better movie, I think, if it just ended the them being unable to switch back faces. Also, it would be fun. I feel like everybody would truly, like, his family would have been less traumatized in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. If, <laughs> like, like, I don't know there's any way that that kid could ever look at Travolta's face and not be fucking terrified. But also, I think it would have been just wild if like, then we just had a scene where it's like, ah, sorry, Agent Archer, but you can't be head of the FBI anti-terrorism division because you look like one of the most infamous terrorists of all time. Yeah. Yeah. He just would have to constantly give people blood samples to prove what his blood type was so that they would believe he's who he said he is. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't believe for a second you said all the families traumatized, I disagree. Quite truthfully, their lives were significantly better with Nicolas Cage as John Travolta. The daughter knew what she was doing when she shot him. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. He was emotionally distant, never caring, but then you have Cage Travolta coming in here, all of a sudden very engaged. Oh, someone's trying to attack my daughter. Here's a butterfly knife to protect yourself next time. Also, I'm going to beat his ass in front of you. Look at me being a good parent. Wait, so are we dealing with a family man situation? Probably. <laughs> also, the true way that Cage could, or yeah, that uh, Travolta as Cage could have uh, really proven that he was the husband and not the fake one is, have you been feeling sexually satisfied recently? Oh, you have. Well, obviously, that's not your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. Nice. It was a long movie. I feel like they could have cut down, but it was it was a fun wild ride. It was not uh... a. It's one action sequence too many. Mm -hmm. And the action sequences are like they could have been like yes, I understand it's an action movie with a lot of action scenes. But, like, there was, like, too much, like, like, the, like, running around between, like, large events in the action scene, mm-hmm. I feel like, could have been condensed a little bit. Well, uh, does someone want to go over the story that happens between the action scenes? Not it. Uh, basically, Nicolas Cage is a huge terrorist. John Travolta's bad guys trying to get him, trying to get revenge for the fact that his, pop, that his son was killed by Nicolas Cage in a whoopsie accident. On the carousel. Mm-hmm, on the carousel. Uh, basically what happens is they capture him, but they need to try to stop these bombs that are going to go off that could destroy the city. So the way to find out where the bombs are is he does a magical procedure, which switches Cage's face with John Travolta. So because when Travolta catches Cage, he does not kill him. The FBI keeps him alive in a coma. I don't really get They could have easily just killed him after that. Like, why not just kill him after you take his face? Yeah. That's fair. I mean, especially considering that uh, they send Cage's brother, who is a terrorist weapons designer who made a bomb that Cage is hidden, to weird magnet prison. 
Hell yeah. I did love Weird Magnet Prison. We kind of like Weird the Magnet. prison from uh, Escape Plan with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. One of those fun, under-the-ground, super-secret, Geneva Conventions don't apply here. <laughs> it's on an offshore drilling platform. And then, yeah, Cage finds out where the bombs are, but whoopsie, he can't switch back because Cage has woken up from his coma and has now taken Travolta's face and has now become a new family man. But it's better being a father than, Nick, than John Travolta ever was. Mine is creeping on his daughter. Yeah. Fair. And then, yeah, things kind of happen. Cage learns about the lifestyle of Travolta learns about the lifestyle of Cage. Uh, he finds out that he has a son who looks identical, eerily identical to his so son that was murdered. Identical. A bowl cut and a white kid is just completely like interchangeable, really. Mm-hmm. A cookie, you cookie. A son, a son. And yeah, things happen. Uh, Cage's brother gets killed, which causes him to get mad. Well, after, uh, after Cage interval his body deactivates the bomb so he can become a national hero. Oh yeah. Because he wants to become head of the FBI and get lots of government money, but still be able to be a bad guy. And do all the terrorism. Really, it's the perfect job for him. And then also he kills his boss because his boss is not in favor of his Gestapo tactics. Mm-hmm. Even though he's Times Man of the Year, but I mean, all of us here have been Times Man of the Year, so. Yeah. It's not that impressive. Must have been a pr- pretty lousy decade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun romp. It involves a surprise boat chase at the end, which well, I was not expecting. Devin didn't finish telling his story. So. Hey. Oh, and then, yeah, then they go to the funeral of the captain, which where they decide to have their big battle. Cage and Travolta ruin that nice man's funeral. I was very surprised we did not get a couple of scenes of, like, pigeons and or doves getting shot. Mm -hmm. Travolta's daughter shoots him. Then there's a bow chase. Then Travolta starts to cut his face so that Cage can only cut his face from now on. But then he shoots him with a cool harpoon gun, which is sweet. Well, he kicks him in the crotch to cause Travolta enough pain that he has to let go of the harpoon gun and then kills him with the harpoon gun. And then he dies. I think it would have been better if he had been like, I am Archer, and then shoots him with the harpoon that looked like an arrow. Yeah, and then they're basically get back and he adopts Cage's son, who his mom died in a shootout. Without consulting the family members. Mm-hmm. I mean, chances are the boy also lost his uncle there. And probably like anyone else is related to crime family. But I wonder if that's how they're supposed to set up the 2019, or the, uh, the sequel they've been working on since 2019 to face off. No idea. This is a it's bit. A- no, no, they're apparently working on a face-off sequel. Right. Cage is dead. Exactly. Apparently that doesn't And matter. one of them was the most superior actor. Yeah. I mean, Cage had to put in that fucking work. We do get some wild, uh, like, hamming scenes. Oh, well, a lot uh, of heavy scenes, but also even just from like quality acting of you're trying to be a good man pretending to be an evil man, but also having some like moral ramifications about it. Mm-hmm. Well, Versus yeah. just Travolta, who just became a bad, crooked cop. Yeah. If it excites you, the guy who's supposed to be directing and behind the movie is Adam Wingard, the guy behind You're Next and Godzilla vs. Kong. That does nothing for me. I really like some of his movies. Yeah. He's E.V. Kong. It's fine, but not great. Overall, Ooh, it's a... Look at Luke getting mad. 
No. You can, you can hear it from here. <laughs> Overall, it is a fun, stupid, kind of too long romp in which John Travolta wins, but you don't really want John Travolta to win. And a young boy is not traumatized by seeing dozens of people shot in front of him because he listens to Olivia Newton-John singing over the rainbow. Somewhere over the rainbow. Just listed over the rainbow. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. It's a fine movie. Like I said, I am broken because now I will just cheer for Cage in an action movie no matter what type of person he's playing. Have you watched more Cage movies in the month and a half that we did not have this podcast? We have not. No. But apparently, like, this one... And, because, you know, you kind of even, whatever the casino one was, you kind of still have to cheer Snake for. Snake Eyes? Huh? Even though yeah. that one was weird. But, yeah. I've only seen one cage movie in my life. I saw Wild at Heart for another time. On the big screen. <laughs> oh, yeah, I talked to that Taylor, Luke. I mentioned mm -hmm. to him that you did not like uh, Wild at Heart. Matt's comment was that movie won the Cannes Film Festival Award for Best Picture, which means it is objectively a good movie, and you are wrong. <laughs> and that is the official verdict from Matt Taylor. <laughs> oh, hey, he can call me up and say how he is doing, because I haven't talked to Matt Taylor in a while. But yeah, this was enjoyable. I think that as we draw this to a close, Con Air is still my number one pick. Con Air is a classic. We should rewatch Con Air. Yeah. Although I did, I did appreciate about this movie how you could tell when Cage like got like a couple of the mirror scenes. You could tell that he was just like internally like i'm gonna do some shit here and nobody's gonna tell me not to do some shit because i can do some shit here but i'm just gonna like cage out in front of this mirror for a second because i mm -hmm. can and i respect him for that i feel like this this was a good mix of like cage getting to cage and also action cage which is best cage and evil John Travolta. I just fucking wanted to, like, if he hadn't killed John Travolta, I probably would have killed John Travolta. Apparently, I just fucking don't trust John Travolta's fucking face. That's fair. He's usually the villain. Yeah. I was trying to find another bad movie that won the Cannes Film Festival. Like oh, Wild Hogs, villain in that film. There's a villain in Wild Hogs. Probably. He's the one who takes the gas out of everybody's motorcycle so they get stuck at a biker bar. I assume that's something that happens in that movie. I am also assuming that is something that happens in that movie. Just from the general premise. Um, also, I would just like to comment that the hair and makeup team and wardrobe did Joan Allen so fucking dirty in this movie. <laughs> there are pictures of her where she's like 50, as opposed to like the late 20s, early 30s that she was in this movie, where she fucking looks younger than she did playing Mrs. Allen. And you can tell Cage had uh, or you to be fair, know. they needed to age up a little bit, but yes. Oh, she looked like a school marm, and it was hilarious when Travolta Cage was like, "Yeah, I, look at that peach," and she has a very flat butt. Peaches. Good objectifying people. <laughs> fair. Uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this movie. Um, 
but you could also tell in this one scene it was not Cajun Travolta getting blown up. Yep. Well, and I had come in while Luke was watching, like, the last 20 minutes Rumble in the Bronx. of Rumble in the Bronx last weekend. And it was just, like, one of those things where I was just like, oh, we're looking at Jackie Chan do all of his own stunts, and then you can obviously tell that the actors who are doing the stunts here have haircuts that are, like, four or five inches longer than Cage's hair, and it is obviously not him. Yeah, I mean, that also shows you the scene where he breaks his leg, and so he has to be in a cast for the rest of the movie. Because Jackie Chan is dedicated to it. It's Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. Not the true artsman, though, where they put in real life to make the themselves movie better. That was done by the <laughs> when they put his real funeral in Game of Death. And it what? was not, not tasteless at all. I, what? In the movie Game of Death, which is the uh, Bruce Lee film, which he died in the middle of the making of, so he's only in like the last half hour. Uh, his character fakes his own death, which is why he then like has like a mystery man look to him, which is how they try to cover up his face for the rest of the movie. But uh, to have the fake funeral for it, they just aired Bruce Lee's real funeral. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bruce Lee was huge to the point where there was like at least a dozen actors with names similar to Bruce Lee as sort of Bruce Lee mockbusters. That's where Jackie Chan got to start. Mm-hmm. I think he had one of those names. Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do we want to go into the director talk? I'm getting a head shake no from Addy. I mean, well, it's John, just... John Blue makes uh, quality films. It's just going to be a no for me. I will be shocked if I have seen another John Woo film. You haven't seen Hard Boiled? No. I have not seen... A single other John Woo film. Uh, Devin, what would you say your favorite John Woo film is? Uh, Hard Boiled. Yeah, I have also apparently not seen any other John Woo films. You haven't seen Mission Impossible 2, the bad one? No. Yeah, I, I've only seen like the first, and then when they started making newer... Mission Impossible films with the J.J. Abrams ones. Alright, so you've literally seen all of them with the exception of two. Apparently, yeah. I thought there was like a three that was numbered somewhere in there. There is three, but that's the one that J.J. Abrams actually directed. Yeah. With Philip Seymour Hoffman as the villain. The one where uh, where he finds a Burge to buy and they have the face swapping machine? Maybe. I don't remember. I only saw one once and it it was okay. Okay. Guys, I googled Mission Impossible mm-hmm. and then one of the things that comes up like halfway down the first Google page is an article about how John how Tom Cruise and John Travolta are fighting over the Scientology hierarchy. And what I didn't Fuck put yeah. into Google was if John Travolta had been in a Mission Impossible movie, but that just made me really happy. Travolta has not been in a Mission Impossible film mm-hmm. for the record. But let's all get excited for the next Mission Impossible where Tom Cruise is going to ride a motorcycle uh, off of a mountain. Alright, but anyway. So yeah, so you have yeah, the entire Mission Impossible franchise is great. When he just produces movies. Mm-hmm. Star Trek franchise is great. What do you stop directing him? I mean, the first one is great. The second one is kind of dog shit, and then the third one's excellent. Yeah, because it's basically what happens is Abrams is great to direct your first bit, and then he needs to walk away. 
his one Mission Impossible movie was good. It got everything back on track. It's been great ever since. <laughs> but then on Star Wars, he made the mistake of returning. Exactly. His Force Awakens was good. But yeah, then he came back. Just like Star Trek. Well, uh... Oh yeah, they got good John Woo films. Uh, if you want a serious one, he did Nicolas Cage another team up with Wind Talkers, which is about the breaking... or using the Navajo Code to try to, uh... Break Nazi codes in basically. World War II? Yep. And Broken Arrow is a movie that I only know because my dad had a bunch of books by Scott Adams, a creator of Gilbert, and they talk about how he has just watched the movie so many times before, like, home video is really a thing. Interesting. I've seen parts of Broken Arrow on TV because my dad watches it. <laughs> when he's not watching Harry Potter? Yes. Hard Targo Van Damme. I'm never not a big Van Damme person. But yeah, basically watch Eddie John Woo when John Woo teams up with Chow Yun Fat. Noted. And there's what a is... phenomenal scene where everything gets like fucking intense, which is a weird shootout, but there's flour. Where the flower explodes over everything, which then makes when the shooting happens and the blood all over the white flower crazy. I mean, they sort of do that in Bloodshot. Also, what I thought was a, another John Woo film that I've seen was actually a James Bond film, and that is The One. Ah. With Jenny. And while, well, yes, Bloodshot may have done that, uh, they did that like 27 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we should probably get into some of the other actors so Abby can say how much she hates John Travolta. But Abby loves John Travolta. I mean, he's... She loves Greece. I do. And, and I hate Greece, but... There was, like, a... I don't know. It feels like it had to be a, like, four-year period, but it can't have been that long. Where when we'd go to the Bexley Public Library to pick out Friday night movies, I would only pick out either Seven Brides for Seven Brothers or Grease. Oof. Just on repeat for it had to be at least a month or two. Christ. My sister was very mad at me. There. Yeah, no, I'm Props not to saying she's sister. Wrong. Yes. Like if they had not redone the Bexley Public Library and, like, the video room was still in the basement, I could probably walk exactly to where Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and Grease were housed on VHS in that library. Uh, I was a childhood monster. I have also seen John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, because that's one of those classics. Austin Powers and Goldmember. The Punisher. Airspray. Yeah. Oh, the Punisher. That's the one where he fights the Japanese crime syndicate, right? What? No, no he's... Yeah. The Punisher, no, it's because John Travolta is the bad guy. So maybe he... I didn't see that. The it's, the, it's, the, it's the Tom Jane one. Oh, no, then I have not seen that one. You're thinking of Punisher Warzone with other actor whose name I forget. Mm -hmm. I really want to see him in Orientation, a Scientology informational film from 1996. Oh, hell yeah. I want to see him in Die Hard, a Quibi original. Oh, you say that. That, that po pops up on my Roku sometimes. Actually, it did last night. My roommate told me that none of those words sound great. Where it's just like, really? I feel like all those words sound great. Volta, Kevin Hart, you Roku original, <laughs> Quibi. Um, the that makes only... sense because yeah, it didn't mention Quibi. It only mentioned Roku. Um, I have seen Greece. Multiple, multiple times. 
and um, Hairspray. For the ones that have not been mentioned, the other ones I've seen, I have, I have seen the Tom Jane Punisher. It is not good. I've seen Carrie. Carrie is great. And we watched it for school for some reason, but I don't remember why, but we watched a civil action. He plays a lawyer. And I also own one of his albums from Japan. Because I found it for $2. Fair. On vinyl. So, Joan Allen. I'm very confused, though, because I have a distinct memory of John Travolta being in the movie Sky High. That's Tim Allen. Ah, okay. Yes, you would be correct. I totally just thought it was Travolta. Because Kelly Preston's in it, that's why. Plus, it's easy to confuse. It would have been about the same time as the Disney classic, Wild Hogs, as <laughs> previously mentioned. Yep. Uh, so, Joan Allen, who plays Travolta's wife in this, was also in Peggy Sue Got Married, a movie that we watched for this podcast. Yeah. Pleasantville. Which is a movie we had on VHS, and I don't think I have watched it in like a decade. Uh, I believe I've seen The Born Supremacy. That's the third one. Oh, I know. That's the second one. Yeah, I have not seen The Born Ultimatum that That's she's the third also one. in. Or The Born Legacy. Or Death Race or Hachi A Dog's Tale. Here's what I'll say. Born. All the Matt, the Matt Damon Borns are good. The Renner one was not as good. Mm. Mostly because it kind of loses the focus. Because the Born movies are. He just tried to figure out like who he is, like why why has something happened to him? The Bourne legacy with Jeremy Renner is that because of Bourne's actions, everything like their program's getting shut down, so he's gonna no longer be one of those cool agents. Problem is Jeremy Renner's actually just a very average man, but the program gives him kick ass drugs to make him super smart. <laughs> and he is trying to get his drugs. <laughs> So that he doesn't become an average dum-dum. I mean, Jeremy Renner being an average man totally tracks. So wait, it's flowers for Algernon with violence. Basically. Wow. It's just like a fucking reverse Captain America. Basically. Christ. Joan Allen was also Delphine in Skyrim. The Elder Scrolls game. Neat. character I never interacted with. King Video games. Do you want a cookie? Yes. Okay, we'll go get it from the kitchen. She was Who's great this? as Brie Larson. He's Mom actually going to fucking go get a cookie. God damn. He has left the living room to go get a cookie. He is, like, defiantly chewing a lemon Oreo thin at me. Mm-hmm. You challenged me, and I accepted, Abby. I just wanted to be known, Abby, that if you ever decide to break off the engagement, I will totally back you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to hear the story for, like, what happened. I'll just back you. <laughs> Would just be understandable circumstances. <laughs> I appreciate the support, Tevin. You're welcome. Love to be the villain on a podcast that I produce. Someone needs a good heel. <laughs> Look at that. Look at, or... Look at that. Me using a wrestling term. Do you want a cookie? Please clap. Please clap. No. So what all have you seen Joan Allen in? Pleasantville. What? I've not seen Pleasantville. Uh, She was, yeah, I've seen The Bournes. Uh, She was great as Brie Larson's mom in Room. I guess Peggy Sue. Yeah, we had knowledge I've seen. And 
I don't know what the hell she was in, but she was someone. Oh, I guess she was Daniel Day-Lewis' wife in The Crucible, which we also watched in school. And the better version that I... Rat Race. Correct. Yes. I haven't seen that one. I saw the original one. Fun fact, Death Race is the film. You know where people say, like, you get points for, like, hitting people with your car? That was, like, a joke when we were, like, high schoolers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, fun fact. the actual plot of that game? Yes. Movie? The, the Statham version, no. Because that one's, they're, like, in prison. But the original yeah. parodied version, yes. That is a great film to watch at, like, 10 p.m. Yeah. It's also one of Sylvester Stallone's first movies. Yeah. Because he just plays an Italian man who eats a big thing of spaghetti in a yeah. pinstripe suit. Wild. Mm-hmm. Then, then that spawned three other sequels. But pretty much all of them are low-budget movies by people who just bought the rights to use the name. Ah, uh, yes, they're all... So I did see the bad movie that... It was Death Race 2050, that one was was that the one with the insane con posse in it i don't think so it's one that roger corman actually did again mm. okay so like it was like the legit sequel to like the original one are you saying we need to wrap this up abby i'm saying we can do gina gershon and then i think we've kind of wrapped it up for like other than like margaret cho who was very surprising to see in this movie I mean, Alessandro Nivola. Or John Carroll Lynch, everyone's favorite brother to Drew Carey in the hit program, The Drew Carey Show. Or CCH Pounder. Well, yeah, CCH Pounder was awesome. But I do not remember Drew Carey having a brother in The Drew Carey Show. Yeah, because, yeah, it's a whole thing, because it's, uh... Like a big plot point because he's because he cross dresses, which for that time was pushing boundaries. I mean, Danny oh. Masterson was also in this movie from that '70s show. Wait, that's the he... bad Masterson. Wait, does Drew Carey's brother is his like drag persona essentially Mimi? I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it. But... Yep, me too. Yeah, I mean, there are a wild number of names, some of which we even mentioned in this. Thomas Jane was in this movie. Yeah, he's the nerd with the glasses who introduces himself to Cage when they, he first enters prison. Fair. Which is, like, wild, because normally Thomas Jane, like, looks really muscular and jacked, but there they made him look like a nerd. Mm-hmm. It was very... I thought... The, like, obviously the magnet prison doesn't work that well, because in that first initial fight scene, they could all, like, raise their feet way too much the for being in magnet on. shoes. Yeah, magnets turn on when Drew Carey's brother wants them to turn on. Oh, wait, was he the guard? Yeah. Okay, yes, okay, yes, now he did look familiar. Yeah, I mean, he's a character. Like, if you look at his filmography, he's, like, in a lot. He's a character actor, yeah. 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 Well, he was funny. recently in that movie. Trial of the Chicago 7. Hmm. He was, like, the one good part in that movie. I yeah. did not see any of this year's Oscar noms. That's fine. I, I really didn't see any movies... And there's one actor that I want to give a shout out to. The person who played Cage's younger brother, Get Killed, mm-hmm. was in the hit film Jurassic Park 3, which in my opinion is underappreciated. Oh, yeah. Not as bad as people think it is. No, it's solid. It's Wait, comparable like with the first The original three or like the third one that the they let Chris three. Evans fuck around in? Or Not Chris Jurassic Pine. World. Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park 3. When the Sam Neill comes back in the Spinosaurus. And they're like, oh, you know how we talked about not making dinosaurs that could fly? We fucked up. Christ. And yeah, he is the one who tries to steal the eggs. 
who's like Sam Neill's like student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is also apparently his first movie. Hmm. Pretty good for getting a decently sized role. I mean, he's also credited. Oh, Face Off was his first movie. Oh yeah, yeah, Face Off yeah, was his first yeah. movie. Which for which decent sized role for. First time. Like being a walk on, essentially. Yeah. Well, he was a Broadway actor. Ah. Yeah, that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Opposite Helen Mirren, Dame Helen Mirren. Nice. But, uh, Mother of Jason Statham and Luke Evans, Helen Mirren. Mm hmm. In Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Fun well, fact if you sure. didn't know, Luke Evans and. Statham Brothers, IRL. Yeah, like there's a wild number of people who've gone on to do big things. Like the doctor behind the face switching in this movie is uh, Sir Reginald Hargreaves from the Umbrella Academy. Christ! Wow. For a while, we thought it was going to be the Vulture and the uh, Garfield Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. And then said he was just some random guy. Yeah. He's in some British show that my mom likes. What British show is she like, Tevin? There's a large chance I like it too. Let's find out what British show was called. Because my mom actually knew who he was when I mentioned that he was in the show. Oh, yeah, he's in Slings and Arrows. I've not seen that one. It's a mid-2000s one. Rachel McAdams is in it. Mm, Actually, might have been Canadian. Yeah, it's Canadian. That sounds Canadian. Anyways, well, you can go and look up the rest of the people, including National Treasure CCH Pounder, on your own time. But uh, any final thoughts about this movie or about this show? As this is the last episode until the unbearable weight of intelli- it, until the unbearable weight of incredible talent comes out. Tina Gershon was great in such films as Killer Joe. Everyone should watch Killer Joe or Red Heat, where we have Russian agent Arnold Schwarzenegger teaming up with Jim Belushi to take down the bad guy. Christ! Hell yeah! Well. Like I said, this podcast has broken me because now I will just root for Cage in any role in any action film, apparently. So that's good. Thanks for that, guys. You're and welcome. like I said, overall verdict: just fucking go watch the airplaney one. Con Air. There we go. <laughs> Brain fart. Yay! And yay for getting Saturdays back. Those are my final thoughts. Devin, do you have any other final thoughts beyond Gina Gershon's roles? At some point in the future, Abby will be broken and the Saturdays will be taken once again. And this podcast will resume. Well, yes. I'm, I'm assuming when people just fucking stopped wearing masks that around, like, October, shit's gonna hit the fan again and we'll resume. And that's when we've gotten past, like, all the big ones. That's when we get to start going into the weird ones. Yeah. you ever wanted to see Nicolas Cage try to capture Osama Bin Laden because God played by uh, get him to the Greek man told him Russell to. Russell Brand? Yeah, because Russell Brand plays God and told him that he needs to go to Afghanistan and capture Osama Bin Laden. What? Based on a true story. Okay, well I'm just intrigued by that one so we'll push it to the top of the list of when the world sucks again, and we have to resume this podcast. Called Army of One. And I wanted to thank you all for listening to the past several episodes of the show. It's been a good time to continue hanging out with Devin since we don't have a regular podcast anymore. Uh, thank you for taking your time. Thank you for submitting movies that you'd like us to watch. Thank you for, uh, you know, everything else. Keep an eye on this feed because chances are. I will find something dumb to continue doing in terms of podcasts. And, uh, yeah. Abby, where can people find you online? I'm dead. Okay. 
Devin, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me online at Fred of Ed, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-E-T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Foltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. And you can find more about this podcast and the other shows at LukeHairLukeHerr.com. You can find me on Twitter at Amnonymous, that's A-B-B-N-O-N-M-I-O-U-S. We'll be back for whatever comes sooner, the unbearable weight of incredible talent or... Resurgence of COVID! Hell yeah! Please wear a mask when you're going to be around other people you don't live with, and please take care of yourselves and have a wonderful rest of your week. Get vaccinated when you have a chance. Catch you on the flip note. Peace.